1.30 Sunday afternoon. Part 3 of Sands of Time. Hourglass to Heaven. So far you've heard of a part of my life that I'm trying to make sense of. You know, again, if you're lucky enough to have someone who loves you, who's thinking of you, who pours their heart out to you, that's a beautiful feeling. That's a wonderful feeling. And again, everybody can get that in their lifetime. To tell me that you can't survive in this world without someone wouldn't be a bad thing. As a matter of fact, you can get through life if you have that person by your side. You know why? If you tell me, I don't need anybody in my life, you're lying to yourself. My mother had said to me, everyone in this world deserves to have that special someone in their life. Because you cannot make it in this world on your own. If you say you can, again, you're deceiving yourself, you're lying to yourself. I look back at my life as if it's a film. I can rewind, go back to a time and see myself as a young woman going through all the struggles. I've had more hurt, pain, sadness, tears, loneliness, depression. I've had my heart broken three times. How much more can a woman take? I've had to deal with trauma. I've had to witness death. I've actually seen people die. I watched my parents go through hell before they pass. And at the same time, I'm wondering why? Why not me? Why them? Why not me? Why am I here? What is my mission in life? I asked myself that question when I was younger and I still can't get an answer that I want that I'd be satisfied with. So now I'm reflecting. I've moved from the bench and I'm sitting right in front of the water, reflecting, watching the waves, watching the cars, watching life go by, people doing extraordinary things, people living, people making and creating and inventing, exploring. I'm watching it all before me. Again, now another person comes up, sits next to me and says, I see you have a sad look on your face. This is a woman now, a woman who's lived for so long, has experienced so much in her life and wants to know why I have tears coming down. Is it tears of joy? Tears of sadness? What is it? A mixture of both. I'm going back to the time in my life where I was hurt. Tell me something traumatic. And how did you deal with it? Well, after my father passed away, I didn't know how to properly grieve for him. I guess three years of my life, I wasn't in grieving because I didn't believe he was gone. I denied his death. I know that's wrong for me to say that, but I didn't believe he left. Part of me thought he went on an extended trip and that 
At some point, he's going to come back and life will be the way it was, normal. Not even a hint of an illness, not even any type of sadness, just that happy life that we had when I was growing up. I met somebody who I thought at the time would take away the pain that I was suffering of loss of my father. I got myself into a situation that I knew was dangerous, but I went ahead anyway thinking, well, maybe this person will help me see that there's more to life than just giving up. I was wrong, though. He was a very possessive, jealous man. He hurt me very badly took advantage of me, took advantage of my emotions and feelings, maybe turn against my own family. What kind of a man does that? He was very possessive, and of course he was Dominican. The Dominicans are known to be possessive and jealous, and he had that two qualities I didn't like, being possessive and jealous. I mean, this guy was extremely possessive, and if you crossed him, you better watch out, and he assaulted me took me to hotel. At the time, I acted as if I didn't know what was going on. I was like, what could possibly happen to me here? Not knowing that his intention was to assault me, which he did. But I got through it. How did you become so brave? Weren't you terrified he was going to kill you? Yes, I was terrified. As a matter of fact, he made a chilling statement after it was all said and done. He said, Take me to your family. Take me to where you live. And I said, no. He goes, if you tell anybody what just happened, I will go to your house. I will kill everyone in your family and make you watch while I kill them slowly. I said, if you want to kill someone, kill me. But don't go near my family. They have nothing to do with the choices I've made. They didn't even know what was going on. I never told anybody. Many years later, I did tell someone, it took me a long time to finally admit that I was attacked in that way. Because in my mind's eye, I didn't think it was anything but. It was a sexual assault, a vile assault. When you're in your early 20s, you think you're invincible. Think again, you can get hurt at any age. I've touched on that topic too. I will tell you though, you can get through it. I survived it. Look at me now. I was able to go through life and look at it in a different light. And I always thought to myself, will I be able to see my next birthday? I survived one trauma. What's, what's going to happen to me again? Well, many more traumas after that. I got hurt by the people I thought were my friends. They used me. They betrayed me, manipulated me, broke my heart many times. I said, why? What did I do? Am I that easy for someone to physically make someone's life miserable? Am I that easy of a target? Because that's how I felt. I was a loner. Everyone's always used to say in school, watch out for the quiet ones. You don't know what they're up to. You don't know what they're thinking. And that's right. You don't know what we're thinking. We don't know what goes on in the mind of a shy person. Do you ever stop to think 
Not all shy people have those thoughts going through their head. You'd be surprised. I would tell you I knew someone who was outgoing and not shy and had thoughts going through their head of wanting to take themselves out of this world because they felt that they had to do it. No. We all have a special place in this world. We're all God's children, correct? We have a place in this world that if we didn't, then what is our purpose for being here? When you look at yourself, you say to yourself, what is it that I want to do with my time now that I'm on this beautiful earth? What can I do to make a difference? I mean, there are so many things I still want to do. I'm just afraid of letting people down. I don't want them to think less of me. As you can see, I have no friends. My phone doesn't ring. I have no notifications from anybody. Used to be back in the day, I would go on LinkedIn, put up a post, and that's it. Now it doesn't even get one glance, one look at. But other people, they get millions of views and they get millions of comments. Am I doing something wrong? If I put out a video of myself and share it with LinkedIn, do you think anybody would even take a look at it? Probably not. Why waste time on, on someone who's has is not known for anything. I'm nobody special. Just a woman who made, made it through life, who got through life, harshest critics. All the times I've been on earth, I was teased at, I was bullied, I was made fun of. I was attacked for being different. I don't know what's wrong with being different. I find it to be refreshing. Who wants to be like everybody else? Come on. That's why a lot of the times people would have names for me and I'll be like, thank you. I take it as a compliment, thank you. I am unique, different, strange, bizarre. Take it for what I, what I am, I am. Thank you. Because nobody else could say to me, she's nice, she's kind, she's sweet. No, it's the opposite. I do have a voice and I tend to use it from time to time. I intend to speak out to the world, let people know my thoughts and my feelings. Again, a lot of people say, make this into a movie. Let's see that raw emotion. Can you go back into your time when you were in your 20s and you'd started? Can you go back and show us your emotions? Come out and show us who you are. Show us who you are. Show me the type of person you are. Show me. Want to know. Who are you? Who is Aphrodite? Aphrodite is a beautiful woman with a caring heart, a kind soul, a person, a woman you should get to know. You know why? She can be an inspiration, not just to women, but to everybody in between, I have dealt with everything that life threw at me. And look at me, I have survived it. But it's not enough because the people now that are in my life or were in my life, my late mother and father are no more. Who am I going to show off to them what I can do? Put me out there in the spotlight. I'll be happy to talk to any one of you who's dealing with the crisis and a problem and show you how I dealt with it. Now, again, I don't want, and a lot of people are going to ask me this now, 
I don't want to be famous, but I do want to be recognized for the good that I've done in helping other people. Leave a legacy behind. When people say to me, what is your legacy? My legacy? My legacy is to make an impression. Leave a positive impression on the world. Make a difference in the lives of other people. Make a difference. Not just to myself, but to the people that matter to me. The people that are in this land called darkness. People that deserve a chance at life. To be free. To not have any worries. To be carefree. To have beauty surrounding them. Not poverty. Not sickness. Not violence by any means. Peace. Serenity. Life. Hope. Dream. When I said to you, dream big, think small, that's what I'm talking about. In other words, you can have big dreams, but think small. Don't overthink. Don't make these far outrageous thoughts in your head that you know you're not going to quote do. Because a lot of people make these assumptions that I'm going to be this and then they stop. In other words, I've heard people say, I'm gonna be a rich millionaire at this time in my life. But think about this, where are you now in your life? Have you climbed that corporate ladder or are you just talking about it? Actions speak louder than words. I always say to people, actions speak louder than words. Actions. So when you're going to make a statement, say, I'm going to do this with my life, go out and do it. I had the chance to go to college and I went. But I dropped out because my father got sick. My family was more important than my own education. I couldn't care less if I graduated or not. Think about this. What's a college degree going to do for me in the world we live in, in this place we call life. Because again, you can learn more about life when you experience and live life than to sit in a classroom and have somebody teach you about life. You're not going to learn about life sitting in a classroom being taught by a professor. You're not. But you ask yourself this question because it's very, very important. Ask yourself, what is important to you? Who's important to you? I will tell you the one, one most important man in my life that has brought me so much sunshine, love, happiness. I feel wanted and needed, but I want him here with me. When you tell someone you love them, you also have to show it because again, yes, you could say to someone, you could call them up, you could text them, but the real proof the real emotion, the real feeling. I want to feel his arms around me. I want to feel him kissing me and touching me. My father and mother had the most wonderful love between each other after 50 years of marriage, 50 years. 
That's a long time, but when they were separated by death, my mother closed her heart off. And I said to mom, why? Dad doesn't want you to stop living. You're stop you're living you're stopping from living now. What about me and your other children? You're gonna stop living because he's no longer here. He wants you to continue on with the cycle life that you told me that. And I'm telling you. Life is beautiful again. Yes, the people that we had in our life are no more, but you know, what are we gonna do? We have to accept the reality that they're not coming back. We have to accept it. You know, again, I've always touched on the subject. Death is a part of life. And if you don't accept it, and if you deny it altogether, well, then what happens when you lose somebody close to you? Are you going to deny their death? You're not going to deny their death. You have to continue on with the cycle of life. You have to stop. You have to believe. You have to continue. You have to hope. Because if you stop living, you're slowly killing yourself. You're going to stop doing the things you once loved doing because of someone who's not here anymore. If you look at the people that you lost in your life and ask yourself, would they want you to stop living? No, they want you to continue on to lead a good life, to be happy. But if you're constantly going to be mourning, it's going to be a little harder for you to get past it. I will admit to you, I still love my mother and father and I still miss them. My mother, again, has only been gone for six years, but it seems longer. And my father has been gone a lot longer and I still miss him. I miss his presence, I miss his voice, I miss his laughter, his conversation. He knew how to make me feel special. When everyone else turned their back on me, he was the one who took me out, loved me, praised me, never put me down, put me up there. That's why I say to all of you who are fathers, with your daughters, keep that bond strong between the both of you. Love your daughter no matter what choices she makes, what she does with her life. Support her, nurture her, teach her, guide her, always be by her side. You know, again, fathers and daughters bond is the one greatest thing. And also mothers and sons, but I'm talking of experience with my father. If I can get him back, I want to say, hey, dad, I love you so much, you know, and I'm always going to be. Well, he always said to me, I'm number one in his eyes, even though he had two other daughters. But again, me and him were of the closest. We had the strong bond. People saw that. He would parade me around the neighborhood and talk to his neighbors. Hey, this is my youngest daughter. When she gets married, I'm going to invite everybody. He wanted to invite the whole neighborhood. Put me to kind of blush. I had a little bit of shame in me. He goes, no, I'm going to show off my youngest daughter and give her a grand wedding. And of course, cancer took him away even before that could happen. He never got a chance to see me grow. He never got a chance to see me become the woman that I am. If he would have seen me when I had gone through cancer, I really will be honest with you, I don't know how he would take it. He would probably get sick. And he would break down. And again, he's a man who cried. And another thing, show your emotions with me. I've always told the people that I care about, show your emotions with me. Don't hide them. If you hide your emotions, you're denying it. 
part of you wants to cry, cry. Do whatever it is that will make you feel better. You know, they sometimes say when you cry, you feel good afterwards. Now, people show emotions in a different way. Sometimes when people are sad, they end up eating because food to them is a comfort food. You know, any type of food, any type of, of, of craving, or if you have a favorite food, indulge, you know, once in a while. Some people write, some people go for a walk, some people paint or sing. Whatever that makes you happy, that will make you get over the pain that you're in. But it's also good to have somebody around. I don't like the silence anymore, it's killing me. Sound of silence, think about that. Silence has no sound. There's no sound in silence. Darkness. Darkness is terrible too. Silence and darkness are the two associations I don't like. The The two words that I don't like. Sound and darkness. Or silence and darkness. Because you put them together... There's this, this uh, song, I can only remember maybe the first two lines of the song. Hello darkness, my old friend, I've come to talk with you again. And then it continues on to the whole song. The song is The Sounds of Silence by this group, but it's a haunting melody. When I listen to when I'm sad or when I feel like I need to be uplifted or inspired, I listen to Yanni. Yanni, again, is all music. Yes, once in a while he may include his voice on one of the songs, but it's all music. There's one song that I want, if anybody's listening, when it's my time to go again, I don't want anybody to mourn for me. Continue on with the cycle of life and remember me in the good times, not the bad. Remember what I did for everybody, the kindness that I showed. But in return, I got treated very badly. So tell me, tell me something else about you. I see that you have such a beautiful name. Where did that originate from? I was named after my grandmother. Her name was Aphrodite. And then I have cousins that also have the name Aphrodite, but they live in Oceania in Australia. We were all blessed to be named after our grandmother. And I think to myself, what a beautiful name. But I didn't appreciate it growing up. Again, I got teased and I wanted to change it. But as I got older, I see people love it. Now, some people don't even know how to pronounce it. And they're also shocked because I was born here, but I have a foreign name. And then my family have all uh, Americanized names. Well, with the exception of my mother, she's named after a saint. But, um... And they were all born in Greece and they have Americanized names. I was born here and I have a foreign name. See? See how reversed that is? Your name is beautiful. What does it mean? Greek goddess of love and beauty and many other things that I found out I didn't know about. Who is Aphrodite to you as a woman? She's a woman who has suffered a lot in her life, has seen more sadness, darkness, has cried more. I've seen a lot of people die, witness death, been to many funerals, too many to count. I've had my heart broken three times. 
I don't know why. See, I don't understand why it happened to me. What did I do? I look at myself and I think, why? Why is this happening to me? Do I deserve to have this type of pain in my life? Do I deserve to have this type of hurt? I remember many years ago, I was sitting, I was sitting in a, um, in a bookstore. There was a cafe in the bookstore. I was sitting there and I was just reflecting. A man comes up and he said, Now, this was just an older man. There was nothing going on, okay? I was, I forget how old I was. I was thinking I was in my maybe late 20s, early 30s. This was before I was with the ex. He said to me, why are you so sad? I'm looking around and I see all the people that are, lives are complete and happy. What makes you think people are happy? You know, there are some people that have struggles in their life. What makes you think that the majority of people, even the ones who are, quote, well off, are happy? Nobody's ever truly happy. See, I always think that you can create your own type of happiness and your own world. But people would think that that's bizarre, right? I was considered a bizarre young woman. I did things differently from other people. That's how I stand out. But I never got accepted. Was I trying to fit in? Well, I wanted to know why I couldn't fit into this world. I know that if I go overseas, I can get accepted. What makes you say that? Because over there, the people are a little more kinder. They don't criticize, they don't put down. They don't judge. They accept you for you. They don't ask you who you are and where you come from and what are you doing here. No, but the people here, that's a different story. Growing up, I had more friends over the globe than I did in any other time in my life. I can't remember a time when I had a true friendship, someone I can talk to when I was feeling down or someone I can talk with where I was feeling good or someone that I can just go to and and have advice. No, it never happened that way. They used me and then after they were done, they decided, well, we don't need her anymore. Let's just toss her off to the side like I didn't exist. You know how hard it was for me to prove to everybody who I am? I'm tired of it. Accept me for me. Don't try to change me. Like me for me. Do you understand? I look at people. I look at, for me, when I look at a friend, I don't care. I've always said this to many people over my lifetime. I don't care where you come from. I don't care who you are. I don't care of the color of your skin. I don't care of your background. I don't care what you do or what your financial status. That is not important. What's important is how you treat people. That shows me you have compassion toward other people, but when you don't and you have a cold, cruel heart and an ugly soul, if you have that on the inside, you'll also have that on the outside. And guess what? I don't want to be around someone like that because then that will rub off on me and that's not who I am. I don't judge people. As a matter of fact, 
with all of you listening out there, the day that you start doing that tells me the type of person you really are. You don't care about anybody but yourself. You're selfish. I've been around selfish people. I've been around people that have been so cold and cruel towards others. How could you just walk on by when you see someone getting attacked, when you see someone getting shamed and bullied and called names? Look at what you're doing to them. Now their emotions are like, I don't fit into this world. I'm not liked in this part of the world. I might as well go. No. I was looking at the water and I was thinking to myself, should I jump? But I don't know how to swim. I don't know how to swim. Somebody tried to teach me how to swim and I was so scared of water, I didn't want to do it. I didn't, I was afraid of drowning. I had an experience years ago when I was younger, we went to the beach and we were out in the water and there was a big wave coming and we were trying to come back in, but the wave pulled me under and I couldn't, I couldn't drown. I couldn't swim and somebody saved me and I was happy. I said, what would have happened if they weren't there? I would have gone under, and that would have been, and my life would have been ended at that very young age. I'm like, oh my God, I saw my life flash right before my eyes. And ever since then, I didn't want to go near the water. I was scared. I said, I don't want to do this. I'm too scared to even go near water. I'm scared of so many things, but I have to get over my fear at some point, because if I don't, my fear will take over will win, will take control over me. You know, fear is not even a real emotion, it's a state of mind. If you say to yourself, I'm afraid, you're putting that fear in yourself. That's why I have to get over my fear of many things. In order for me to survive in this world, you also have to go in there with a positive mindset. You can't be negative. But I've been thrown at, been called names. You're such a beautiful woman though. Why do you put yourself down? Because of all the times that I was treated as if I was nothing. I can give you an example of the one man that I was with. Um, when it was on my, it was before I got sick. I was in my mid-30s. He was 10 years older than me. But that didn't make a difference. I really thought we had things in common. And I thought he was the one. Because a part of me just wanted to be married. All the people that I went to school with were married and had families. They were happy in their lives. And I was still searching. And I said, will I ever find a measure of happiness? And I was with this man for five hellish years. Five hellish years. Called me every name he could possibly think of. And at one point, he was ashamed to be with me. He didn't want me to be seen with him in public. Do you know how that hurts? He would make me sit in the back crawl on the back of the car on the floor because he was ashamed to be with me. Do you know how pathetic that is? How pitiful and sad that is? Then you ask yourself, why? Why would anybody do that to any other human being? That's just terrible. Why? So ask yourself that question, why? The many times when I say, When you start treating people like that, when you start treating people like that, remember how you treat them in life because once they're gone, you can't go back and undo what you did. Be careful of your words. Be careful of what you say when you open up your mouth. Be careful of a lot of things. Just be very, very careful. Because again, 
the way you treat people in life matter. If you start attacking a person, attacking them, literally breaking them down, getting into their head, calling them names, verbally attacking them, physically attacking them, how does that make you feel? Are you going to tell me? Are you going to tell me that that's okay? My father had said to me, you have every right as a human being to defend yourself and the people that you love. And if someone says to you, no, you don't, they're wrong. You have every right. You yourself shouldn't be abused verbally, mentally, physically. That's the worst thing that you can do to anyone, male, female, young adult, adult, child. If you attack people in general, I don't want to know you. I don't want to be the type of person to get to know you because of your hard, cruel self. You're showing that side of yourself I don't want to know. You know, when I was with the ex, he just made my life miserable. And then when I was going through my cancer, do you actually think he gave a damn about me? No. You know who actually took care of me when I was going through a hellish time in my life? My late mother and God, they were both watching. And at one point I wanted to give up because I said, I don't have a place in this world. What do I have going for me? At the time I was 35 years old, I didn't have anything going for me. The holidays came, I was being treated like garbage, but I never told anybody in the family what was going on, but I think they figured it out. Without me saying anything, they saw it. Body language says it all. You don't even have to say anything. This expression on your on your face. The expression on your face says it all. So ask yourself this question. What's important? What can you do to make a person happy? Again, the hourglass. Turn it over. I'm watching it right now. I have an hourglass. It's giant. It's got purple sand. And I turned it over just to see how long it takes for that sand to come dripping down to the other side. Because the amount of time that you have on this earth matters. Make time for the people in your life. Spend as much time as possible with them. Again, we don't have time. It slips on by very quickly. Look at the years as they're going by. Look back at your life. Can you remember a time when you were happy? I can't. I've been ridiculed, I've been called names, I've been able not to fit into this world. Well, tell me something, why do you think now? I'm still trying to make a place for myself in this world. I have no, no friends over here. Again, if I had a funeral, if I died tomorrow and I was at a funeral, but I would know it, I know that nobody would show up because I had no friends in life. Do you know how sad that is when you don't have one friend in life? There's nobody that will come and pay your respects. I'll be alone as you live alone, as you make your way in this world. Even if you're married and you have someone, you're still basically alone. When you go, you're alone. And unless, of course, both of you die at the same time, and that's different. See, my mother, when, when my father passed away, my mother wanted literally to jump into the coffin. I said, no. I saw her. She didn't want to leave him. I'm like, mom. You're hurting me when you do that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to bury another parent. Do you actually think I can get through that? I'd always made it a conversation with my mom. I said, 
how am I going to live without you? She goes, you have to. Because life continues on. The cycle of life continues on even after we're gone. You know, when you've got somebody that you love so much, you have to let them go. The only thing I ask of all of you is just to remember who Aphrodite was. Who she was to you. I look back at my life and I think, where have I come? Where am I going? Am I going to have peace? Am I going to have beauty? Am I going to have some type of happiness? I know that I am. It's just a matter of time. But again, time is limited. If you think to yourself, if you can live, and I've tried this, and I think most of you might have done it too, as an experiment. Live as if your last day is tomorrow. Live as if your last day is tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? In other words, again, we don't have enough time in this world to do the things we want to do. Everybody puts themselves on a schedule. You know what I say? Go with the flow. You can't do everything all at once. It's just impossible. You'll kill yourself. You'll make yourself sick. But at the same time, you want to go out and do as much as you can. And then think to yourself, when is my time to go? I will have left behind a legacy for people to remember me by. Here was a beautiful woman that had a lot of promise, a lot of soul. She helped a lot of people. She had a compassionate heart. She gave of her time, of herself to others. But she never was accepted in life. She was rejected because she was different. Why is that? When you love someone, what's the first thing you look at? The soul. You look at a person's soul and their beauty. The inner beauty on the inside will be reflected on the outside. If you're a beautiful, or if you have a beautiful heart and a compassionate soul on the inside, that will be reflected on the outside. It should not matter. Again, it should not matter where you come from, where you live, who you are, what you do for a living, your status, whether you have a financial status. In other words, whether you have money or not. In the end, that's not important. You love someone for them. My mother said, you find someone who's going to love you for you. Who's going to accept you as you are? Who is not going to change you? The day they start changing you, they're not happy with you. And that's when you walk away. You don't stay with someone who's going to make you do what they want you to do. In other words, they're going to change you to their liking. No, if you cannot accept me for me, walk away. Don't even know me. Don't even get to know me. I don't want to be changed. I like me for me. Accept me as me. Love me as me. Just as I love you for you. I'm not asking you to change for me. I always say if you want to change for me, you do it on your own. You don't do it for me. If you want to do something to change how you look or your wardrobe or whatever it is you want to do, you do it for yourself. You don't do it for me because I love you the way you are. I've said that to my significant other. I love you for you. I love you for you. I don't see what other people see. I love you for you in my eyes. In my eyes, you're perfect. In my eyes, in my eyes, you're the only man that has brought me happiness and joy. 
that has given me the reason to stick around on this earth. I don't want to call it quits yet. I want us to have a happy life together. I, I believe that we were brought together at the right time, that God saw in both of us the need to be together. Where were you 10, 20 years ago? I said, if I would have met you at a younger age, would you have taken an interest in me? Because I know I would. I don't, again, judge people. I don't judge you. Why should I do that? What kind of a person would I be if I did that? Like everybody else? No. Uh Uh-uh. I'm an original. I'm an original. No one can replicate me. If they try to do that, well, first of all, they don't know my story. You can't replicate me. You don't know where I've been. You can't assume, oh, I know who she is. No, you don't. Do you know the story that I, the life that I led, the story that I have to tell? No. Do you know what happened to me? Do you know what I've done? The only people who know who I am are my family, my significant other. Those are the only people. If you really don't know me, you can't assume anything about me. When you make an assumption on a person, well, let's put it this way. It's like saying to me, and I've been hounded day and night. Well, that's another thing I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask you, all the times that you've had relationships on this earth, why haven't you, why haven't you settled down? Yes, I've been asked that many times, I guess because I haven't found the right one. But I have, now I have, but back then, no. I was in three relationships and I said, I don't wanna get hurt again. Did I do something wrong? Was I the one that made them do those things to me? And then I say to myself, no, I wasn't, but I felt like I was. Because every time I tried to please someone, it didn't work the way I wanted it to. They weren't the type of people I wanted to be around. But now my life has changed because I met someone through God. We love each other so much, I would even sacrifice my life for him. And I told him, I said, if something does happen to me, you have to go on. You can't stop living, you have to go on. If you love someone, you would do that for them. Continue on with life. Don't mourn, remember, smile. Look at a video, a picture. Don't cry. When you cry tears, cry tears of happiness, not sadness. Cry tears of joy, not pain, not sorrow. But I have a love that will last forever. We love each other, and I hope we can make it to the next stage in our life. He knows who he is, but I'm not going to again mention his name. Who he is to me is the man I love. That's all everyone needs to know. He's the man I love. We've been talking with each other and been with each other since May of last year. And I love him so much. God bless him for coming into my life, bringing me sunshine, joy, happiness, and everything, giving me a chance to live again. Because before I, before we connected, my life was at a dark turn in my life. I wanted to take myself out of this world, and I would have if I didn't have one LinkedIn contact stop me from doing what I thought I was going to regret the rest of my life. So I'm going to stop at this point because I'm way over my time here, but I will continue again with...
part three or four. I don't know now. I can't keep track. But it's a continuation. And again, God bless all of you. Have a blessed Sunday. A wonderful week. Have faith. Be strong. Love yourselves. Be positive. Don't give up on life. Don't give up on love. Believe in yourselves. Soar to the highest. Be a phoenix. Be a bird. Be a be someone great again. Take care. <laughs>